0: Hi, welcome to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast, a weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon. Covenant Presbyterian Church is an open, affirming congregation, and we're so glad you found us. Our primary mission is to equip God's people to serve Christ in the world. In our weekly messages, we hope that you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and even challenge for your faith journey. Please listen with us now
1: so we are shifting our focus to Deuteronomy and I have a question to ask you have you ever been in between i mean have you ever found yourself between two things two spaces as A parent, I'm currently living in the in-between right now. My daughter is a rising ninth grader. So we are living between eighth grade dominance and ninth grade uncertainty. Maybe you find yourself in an in-between stage, whether it's the start of a new career, or you're navigating a change in your career, or you're retiring, or picking up a retirement hobby. Um, Maybe you're in between moves, living one place, and actively looking for a new place to call home. Maybe you're living in between parenting phases or welcoming grandchildren and, dare I say, great-grands. Or you're navigating your relationships, new adventures in your life. Maybe you're about to be the new leader of the committee on committees at the committee convention, because Lord knows us Presbyterians love a committee, right? (laughs) Or are you about to say yes to being a deacon or an elder next year? Maybe you're taking over the lead on a project that is several years in the making and you are going to be seeing it through to its fruition. Or even Pastor Jamie, you're the new pastor at our Presbyterian church on Peachtree Road with an historical past and a promised future. Whatever you are living in between, there are, often comes a time when you are the one about to take the lead, and with that can come all kinds of nerves, questions, uncertainties, frustrations, and anxieties. And I believe that is where we enter into today's text. The covenant had just been renewed in Moab, and Moses has given a word about God's assurance and faithfulness and God's fidelity to the people, and he urged the people to choose life by choosing right living. And then in chapter 31, he reveals a succession plan. And with holy audacity, he summons Joshua to share his plan again. Now, if I were Joshua, I'd be scared, maybe afraid. The future of the people of God rests in my ability to follow God's commands and lead people well into the promised land. But really, let me ask you a question. Have you read about the people of Israel? They are a mess. They are good at idolatry, they're good at getting off task, being easily distracted and prone to whining. I know there's nobody here that's like that, but the people of Israel, they were easily distracted. Not the easiest bunch to lead, in my opinion. And Moses, the chosen leader of the bunch, has us out here in between the wilderness and the promise. Joshua, in some people's opinion, has big shoes to fill. And if we are honest with ourselves, we feel that we do too. We often feel the weight of taking on something new. We as humans feel the anxieties of leaving or leading behind others. We are prone to doubt in ourselves and even prone to doubt in God. We often find ourselves more focused on what we perceive to be the problem of the promise than the one who gave us the promise in the first place. Some of us have prayed for the opportunities that we are now getting ready to walk into and have forgotten that it was God who led us here in the first place. At any rate, the truth is our humanity gets the best of us. But Moses, Moses shares a few words to the gathered assembly and with Joshua that I believe have stood the test of time. And that can be our guide today. In verses 6, 7, and 8, we hear these words. Be strong. And bold. I'm reading from the New Revised Standard Version. Have no fear or dread of them, because it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. The New King James Version says it like this, and I like it because of the poetry of the translation Be strong and of good courage. I didn't know that courage like, had a qualifier. But be strong and of good courage. It makes you want to stand up a little, rise in your spirit. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them, for the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. And if I could put it in my own words, I'd say it like this. And you forgive me because I'm a millennial. But I'd say it like this. Be strong and boss up. (laughs) Don't be afraid. Do you know the kind of God you serve? God literally knows the way. And he will go before you and with you. With God, you're never alone. And honestly, that's the message right there. I could sit down right here if we could just learn to activate those kinds of words in our lives, to be strong and bold and have no fear, but it's hard. Easier said than done. So I I get a little curious. And what I realized as I read over the text that Moses reminded the people of something. And I believe It is a reminder to us that we have to remember where God has brought us from in order to be reassured in God's ability to keep us in the next season. Moses said to them in verse 4, the Lord will do to them as he did to Sion and Og, the kings of the Amorites, and to their land when he destroyed them. So a little bit of backstory in Numbers 21, verses 21 through 35, we have an account of Israel requesting safe passage through the territory of Sion, the king of the Amorites. And and Sion receives that request, and not only does he refuse the safe passage through his territory, but he assembles his entire army and sends the entire army out into the wilderness to fight the people of Israel. And the text tells us that Israel put them to the sword. In other words, they whooped Sion's army right into defeat. In fact, Israel whooped them so bad that they took over the land from the Arnon to the Jabbok. And Israel only intended to travel safely from one place to the next through their city. And get to their intended destination. But because Sion's threat and hardened heart, his territory was conquered. So when Moses brings this back into remembrance to the assembly, it is is a reminder of God's provision and protection for them. I hear him saying with my holy imagination, yes. We are living in the wilderness, and yes, we have not yet entered into the promised land, and yes, I'm about to bow out, and yes, Joshua is about to take over, and yes, there still may be some mess along the way, but we serve a God who delivered the land and cities of the Amorites into our hands, and there's nothing that God can't do. So maybe, maybe you need to remind yourself of the victories that God has led you through this year. Maybe you need to be reminded of the victories that you've been led through over the last decade. Maybe you need to be reminded of what God brought you through. How God kept you through financial changes and how God held you together when your career changed and your family expanded. Or how God removed some people and some obstacles out of your way. And and honestly, I don't really know what he's done for you each individually. But I can tell you a little bit about what he's done for your church You survived the transition of pastors. You were instrumental in the unification of the segregated Presbyterian church. You have housed political refugees. You have reached out to the least, the lost, and the left out. You have persevered through the changing times, and you have stated with boldness And clarity, your directed claim of inclusivity. You have stood firm in your faith despite decline in numbers and maybe finances and competing with big box churches around the corner and a big old something that's going up next door. God has been present with you since the beginning in the early 1900s and God has not left you once. So when Moses says God will never leave you or forsake you, you already know and have experienced him in that arena. You know God's staying and sustaining power. And you know God's leading and guiding power. And you know the unction of the Holy Spirit. And you know the Holy Spirit's voice. All you have to do in this season of in-between is step out on faith in God's promises to you, not just corporately, but also individually. If God is watching out for this church then surely God is looking out for you. And if God looks out for the sparrow, then you know God is looking after you. And all you have to do is be strong and courageous. Ooh, but that sounds hard. Trusting and knowing that God will indeed work it out is an exercise in faith. There's a popular song That's backed by scripture and it says, If he dresses the lilies with beauty and splendor, how much more will he clothe you? And if he watches over every sparrow, how much more does God love you? For all of the Joshua's in service on today, male or female sibling in Christ, for all of the people who are next in line to walk into a new destiny, for all of you who are taking an uncharted step. Don't you worry about tomorrow. Don't you fret about what will come if God delivered the Amorites into the hands of the Israelites unsuspectingly who weren't even prepared to fight. And if God has delivered Daniel from the lion's den, and if he's delivered you from your past, and if he's delivered Moses down the stream, and the people across the Red Sea, and all of the stories that we know and love in our heart about God's goodness to people in crazy circumstances, if God can do that, then God can handle your in-between situation. Be strong and be of good courage. But it's hard. Maybe you struggle with being strong and having good courage, so I want to give you an opportunity to practice. I want you to take a moment to cast your cares on God. Whatever you feel like you are in between, whether it's a new health situation that you might be managing or changing finances as you traverse this life and this journey after retirement, maybe it's um, relationships, family, maybe it's something here at the church or something in your community that you've been dealing with your neighbors, whatever in-between situation that you have, I want you to think about what has been heavy on your heart about that. Call it to your remembrance. What maybe has been keeping you up at night about this next season in your life or this next season in your family's life or the next season in this church's life? And then I want you to practice with me and say, God, I release it to you. God, I release it to you. I know we don't usually talk during this sermon, but that's okay. We're going to try it one more time. Let's say it together. God, I release it to you. Let's pray. Holy and gracious God, we thank you for keeping us in the in-between stages of our lives. We thank you for all of the ways that you have given us victory over circumstances, issues, trials, tribulations, and obstacles. But God, we ask that you would meet us here right now in this moment where we step into something new. Whether it's something in our personal lives or something here at the church. God, we lay it at your feet. You said cast all our cares on you because you care for us. And so in order for us to be strong and courageous, we have to let go of fear. We have to remember that you are always with us. Help us. Help us in our unbelief. Even if we can't claim that it is unbelief, help us in our doubt. And we thank you in advance. For the new season that you are walking with us into, that you've already prepared a way. We trust you and we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen.
0: Thanks for listening to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast. I invite you to visit our website, covpresatl.org. That's C O V P R E S A T L.org. There you'll find current worship information links to our live Sunday morning streaming service and our full archive of recorded services. You'll also find out more about us and how to get in touch. I wish you well in these strange times. God is with us. Grace and peace to you.